Hi there. Welcome to Tahoe's Connection for Families parenting class. Today we are talking about how to frame in the positive and say yes more to your children. Lorreen Meyer is going to get us started. Hi, I'm Lorreen Meyer, Parenting Education Director of Tahoe's Connection for Families. Today we're going to talk about using yes more often with your toddler. At toddler um, age, we find ourselves often telling them no. And the reason why is because they're often curious and doing things that we either don't want them to do or could be dangerous for them. So we're often hearing our own voice saying, no, don't touch the wires, no, leave the plant alone. You can touch with gentle touch at is another option for using the word no. But the more we use the word no to our toddlers, what are they gonna use back to us? They start hearing all these no's in their life. And then when we ask them, are you ready to put your shoes on? The answer is going to be no. And sometimes it's even no when they want to say yes. It's because they have heard it so much and they see the power in the word no. A way for us to get them to start using more yeses is for us to start using more yeses with them. Lots of times when they're curious about something, instead of saying, no, don't touch that, we could say, yes, let's look at it together. Let's look at this beehive from over here. It's not something we touch with our hands, but we can step back and look at it together. So try to find more ways to use yes. Lots of times when a child is asking for something like a cookie five minutes before dinner, a real simple, quick answer is, no, we're gonna have dinner soon. And that just gets a child to, to um, ask for it more or even throw a complete temper tantrum. A better response might be, oh, yes, I can see you really wanna have a cookie. They do taste really good. You can have a cookie, let's put it on this plate and we'll have the cookie after we have dinner. Which cookie do you wanna to pick to put on this special plate and we'll put it over here and we'll wait, but yes, you can have the cookie. Lots of times the more yeses we use, the less we will see defiant behavior in our kids. Do you ever worry, Lorene? Um, I feel like a common concern might be if you're not using the word no with your children, that you're spoiling them by saying yes to things. That's a good question, Kaylee, because we often hear that our children are spoiled um, now and that we need more discipline. In actuality, TCF really believes in discipline because Discipline is actually comes from the word disciple, which means to teach. TCF believes in teaching our kids how to handle things in their lives. So the idea that we use discipline and use a way to change behavior through education, we don't always need to use no to educate a child that they can wait to have that cookie 
or wait until tomorrow by putting their shoes by the door to go outside to play on the swing set. There's lots of ways to get kids to buy into delayed gratification or really what we're saying is, no, you can't have the cookie now. No, you can't go outside. But it teaches children that Yes, you can go outside tomorrow after breakfast. Let's put your shoes by the door. Where, which shoes do you want to put by the door so we remember we're going to go outside after we have breakfast? We're looking at more ways to educate our kids on delayed gratification without just saying no, to build the idea that the answer is yes, but yes doesn't mean I get it right now. That's amazing. So what happens if you accidentally have already said no to your child as a reflex? Um, is it too late to go back and frame it into the positive? No, we all make mistakes. And I think one of the best things about parenting is to own up to our kids when we make a mistake, because then they understand that they don't have to be perfect either. So there are going to be times when you absolutely have to use the word no. If your child is wanting to run across the street to see the, the garbage truck, you're going to holler, no, don't go across there until you hold my hand. We need to use the word no. But if we find ourselves using it too much, it's okay to say, you know, I told you no about the cookie. The answer really is yes, but we have to wait until after we have our dinner. So do you want to put the cookie on the red plate or the blue plate? Do, which cookie do you want to pick to save for later? So it's okay to reword it after we've already said no and realize we're using too many no's with our kids. Um, but there are times when a no is an absolute, and that's when it is about safety or um, an injury that could happen, whether it might be your child swinging something that is too close to another child, or maybe your child is about ready to hit another child because they are angry. And we have to use the word no to get their attention. But the problem is if we use it so much, they quit hearing it and they respond all of our questions with a no. So what I hear when you're saying, uh, when you're using examples, not only are you saying yes, but it sounds like you're giving two choices afterwards. Is that generally a formula? Absolutely, because the yes doesn't mean yes, you can have that cookie five minutes before dinner. The yes is yes, you want a cookie. I hear you. And the answer is yes, you can have a cookie at a later time. Then you give them power and empowerment by giving them the choice of which cookie they want to pick or which plate they want to put the cookie on to wait for later. The more we can use examples of empowering our kids with choice, the more they will feel um, valuable and important and less likely to push back and be resistant to our teaching and our boundaries. So if we have a kid right now that is, is in a pattern of using the word no a lot with us, because we haven't been 
framing things in the positive with them very often. Um, how long does it take after we start framing things in the positive for, for that to kind of go away? Do we, does it? You know, it depends on the child. Um, it depends how old the child is. If they're older and this has been a pattern for two years, it's going to take a little longer. But if your child is older, you can actually sit down and say, I've been using no a lot with you. And I've learned it's better for me to say more yeses, but maybe not yes right at that moment. We're going to work on this together. And the more they see you trying and you using yes, the more they're going to see that yeses work for them too. So it, it's a, a matter of time and patience, but uh, parenting is a lot about patience. Mm -hmm. So I feel like something I, I constantly find myself doing when I work with kids, um, and this falls in the lines of it's not quite no, it's not quite yes, but um, so say we're putting on our shoes by the door. I'll be like, okay, it's time to put our shoes on, okay? Or it's time to put your coat on, okay? And then they tell me no because they thought I was asking them a question. Um, how do we stop doing that? <laughs> you, you, you pinned it down exactly right. Children hear when we say okay to them, they hear that it means yes or no. But what we really mean when we say okay is, do you understand? Do I have your buy-in? Do you get what I'm saying to you? And they think it means I have the right to say yes or no. And in reality, when we say okay to, to an adult, we are expecting a yes or no answer. But when we say okay to a child, we think we're just going to get yes because we're trying to convince them that we, we, are, uh, we have the right idea and we just want your buy-in. We just want to make sure you understand. So one of the hardest things to remember is to stop just before the okay. That's what works best. Because as soon as we ask okay, a two-year-old is going to say yes or no to that question. And that's not what we meant. So if we try to practice cutting out the okay, okay out of that sentence, let's put your coat on so we can go outside. And that's it. You will have less pushback. But if you say, let's put your coat, in, a coat on so we can go outside, okay, lots of times you will hear no coat. And then mm -hmm. you've ended up creating your own battle. I've heard you several times at TCF, um, often at the end of the program, when a child doesn't want to leave, um, they're pointing at a ball or they're just upset in general that they have to leave and you will identify their emotion that they want that ball and then start to do the, do the delayed gratification. Can you give us a few examples of, of what that sounds like? Sure. Lots of times kids uh, have a hard time with any kind of transition whether it's leaving TCF because they're having so much fun or whether it is uh, taking shoes off to come inside the house to have lunch. So lots of times uh, when I see that they're struggling with that, I actually 
identify those feelings so that they know I hear and understand. Because the more we don't let them know we understand what they're feeling, the more they think they have to get louder and more persistent with it, which just causes us to get more angry and get shorter and say more no's. So um, one of the things is just identifying those feelings, saying you don't want to leave TCF right now. You were having fun playing with that red ball. That red ball stays at TCF, but let's put it someplace special. So when you come tomorrow, you can play with it again. So I give them the power to pick a place to put that ball. And then wherever that ball is, I try to make I remember that it stays there. And when that child comes back the next day, I remind them about, oh, there's that red ball you had so much fun with. But the more power we can give our kids and the more we identify those feelings they have, and the more they realize somebody gets what I'm feeling, the less likely you will have the temper tantrums and the no, I don't want to go to being, okay, I'll put the ball in this special box and tomorrow when I come back, I will get to play with it again. Again, finding more ways to have yeses for our kids. They hear a lot of no's in this world because they are curious, two, <laughs> three, and not yet aware of what is safe and not safe and not yet aware of what is a good choice and a bad choice. And that's our job to teach. So let's just figure out how to teach with more yeses so that we have happier children, which in turn makes for happier parents. Awesome. So Lorene, if the, I want, I have one more question and it would be around, um, so say your child sees some knives on, on the counter and they want to play with those. Obviously the answer seems like it would be no. Is this one of those times if they're wanting to play with something unsafe that you say no and then explain why? Is that how you, you I it? often use the term because like I've said, we use the word no so often that kids almost don't hear it anymore. So lots of times I will say, oh, I see you're very interested in those sharp knives that we, I was just using to cut up the tomato. That is a fascinating thing. It is very sharp and it's not an option for you to play with. So instead of actually saying no, I, if they were asking and pointing for the knives, I would say, I understand you really want to. You saw me cutting something with that knife and you would like to try it too. That's not an option because it's too sharp. And my job is to keep you safe. And it wouldn't be safe for you to be playing with that knife. However, there are other things you can play with. So I often say things like, that's not an option to play with, but here is an option. And the option is a choice of two things. Now, does that always make the child just go, okay, forget that beautiful knife that I just saw you working. No, but if we um, give more and more choices, the more they see that that works for them, 
the more when we say that's not an option, they will move on to whatever choice of uh, two other options you're giving them. And the two other options may be, again, something in the kitchen that, that you've been using, but maybe not as dangerous as a butcher knife. So it may be a spoon or it may be a sifter that they could play with um, so that they do get to engage with something that you have been using, which has value to them, as opposed to two toys out of their toy box, but still setting that boundary. So lots of times, no, I would use if they were had their hand on the knife. But if they were asking for the knife, I would say words like, that's not an option for you to play with, but you can play with one of these two things. Awesome. Thank you so much, Lorene. We're learning so much about reframing things for our children into yeses so they can hear yes more often. Bye. Bye.